Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Greetings, gentle listeners of the Bros A Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show with special guest bro, Eddie Provident, from the Mad Chad and Eddie Show. Now, you might recall that last week, we ran a vintage episode of Brose due to technical difficulties with episode 52.2. So to make it up to... Hey, hey, shut the fuck up! Shut up! Shut the fuck up! God damn it! So to make it up to you, this week's episode includes a special game. See? You guys like games, right? If you can figure out what's missing or different about this week's show, email us at brosequestions at gmail.com. It's like a game of what's wrong with this picture, except it's a podcast and not a picture. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 52.3, and I'll see you at the end of the show. Typically, Eddie, we're required um, to do something hilarious beforehand so that our producer uh can can put the funny part at the beginning and then it's like oh we're bantering so, <laughs> okay just so naturally yeah how we're naturally talking right now yeah and then and then everything afterwards is all scripted like it's just we get the natural banter and then script everything else that works yeah. that works yeah, yeah. the script yeah. is don't tell tim what's going on <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. On an audio feed reporting live from Exton, Pennsylvania, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Are you ready to get Duffed. And joining us for the first time uh, on the guest line here, live from, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, very special guest bro. Uh, you know him as the co-host of the Mad Chad and Eddie podcast on DK Pittsburgh Sports Media. He's also the multimedia director there at DK Pittsburgh Sports. And uh, I, I can't believe this last one, the new starting left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Mr. Eddie Provident. What's going on, man? What's going on, Kaz? It's good to finally join uh, join the show and Put some faces it. to some of these voices that I've heard for a while. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. In the in the in this in the continuing spirit of, of most of mine and Eddie podcast endeavors, we decided to wait until Eddie was at his absolute busiest to try Absolutely. and get him on the podcast <laughs> for the first and, time. And uh, Kaz, I got to shout you out, man, because I don't I don't know how often you listen to the Mad Chad and Eddie show, but I have completely stolen your intro 
Oh, my uh, bit? Yeah, your bit. <laughs> uh, I have a new thing for Chad every week. So uh, like, I, I was offensive you know, offensive left tackle for the Steelers. Like, yeah. uh, he every week would be a different a different thing for me. So I just kind of yeah. took that and was like, I'm going to use that on Chad. And uh, The new starting left, left wing penalty kill for, uh, for the right. Penguins, we, uh, Chad we, Nolan. We do a uh, on-location show for DK Pittsburgh Sports called uh, Steelers Today, and we basically just were outside of the – it's after practice or after camp or whatever, and um, I, I think I caught our our Steelers beat writer and editor Dale Lolly. Uh, I think I caught him off guard the other day because I even I opened the show with him like that, and uh, a, an actual professional. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's uh, the problem. And I introduced introduced him as the uh, the, the the new head coach of the uh, Bishop Sycamore <laughs> Centurions, uh, and uh, oh, I kind of kind of threw him for a loop there for a second yeah he just stares at you he's like i don't understand what are you trying to do to my career uh, i associate me with the bishop sycamore fake football team uh playing two days later that what a wild story that oh, is. i mean man. we'll talk about that later but uh this is good to have you on it's good yeah, to have you good on to be here on, carve out some time for us and uh we welcome you all uh eddie of course as i said does yeoman's work here for the dk pittsburgh uh sports uh media website uh, but we're dragging him into a whole nother world right now because you're on the Brose podcast, ladies and gentlemen, available as always uh, on every major podcasting platform, anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you've listened to our show before, you know that the premise of our program is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do so while enjoying a crisp, delicious glass of rosé. So if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air the way that so many of our listeners have had their questions answered on the air, you want to email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, Eddie, real quick, before we get into the wines that we are drinking, I feel like, um, you know, we're, we're nothing if not open and honest here on the Brose podcast. And I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't let you know up front uh, that a couple of years ago during our, our first annual Golden Brobes Awards here on the Brose podcast that we were that we decided that the official football team of the Brose podcast was, in fact, your rival, the Cleveland Browns. Um, and, you know, look, I, I don't want to make this awkward right up front, but I want to make sure that this is not something that that would surprise you. No, it just the, the, it doesn't surprise that... me at all, because I know you like to assault people with uh, with <laughs> weapons and, you know, swing at their heads. Yeah, so no, it kind of makes perfect sense, you know. You... Yeah, and, and I appreciate you taking it as as well as you. I, I mostly I just didn't want it to come up later on and, and shock you the way that that snap shop shocked Ben Roethlisberger when it sailed over his head into the end zone uh, in the first play of the uh, Steelers Browns game. You know the play that I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's uh, you know, listen, in Pittsburgh we're all about charity, and you, you got to give you got to give the the little brother uh, sports franchise something to cheer about. Uh, they okay. don't have any Super Bowls. They really don't have any significant playoff wins so uh you know a win against the Steelers in a wild card game you know why not right I think they hung a banner for that one if I'm not mistaken they, they may have <laughs> all right so let's discuss the wines that we are drinking tonight uh Tim I'm gonna start with you what are you drinking uh to wrap up our fine evening tonight Duff Champagne the beer of champagnes uh Sean what are you drinking tonight I'm drinking Altered Dimension uh it's just it's just honestly a great rosé, a plus. Had a boy, had a boy. Sounds like he's been sipping on that ultra dimension for a while yeah. now. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, it's this is fucking great. A fucking plus, guys. There you go. There you go. Uh, I am drinking uh, Ponte, which is the Vino Verde rosé that we picked up 
uh, from the wine room uh, behind the place that we were staying at in uh, Manio, North Carolina. It is a good semi-dry rosé. It is a 11% alcohol bro volume, uh, and it certainly does the trick. I would say it's a good right down the middle rosé. If you if you like your rosés a little sweeter, it might not be your favorite, uh, but you can certainly do worse if you like uh, stuff that's on the pale or drier side. Uh, Rich, you are are sitting out of drinking for this round uh, on account of of your your ongoing illness. How are you hanging in there tonight? Oh, I'm hanging in there great. Yeah, it's um. Don't worry, this is a different illness from the illness the previous session. Um, Somehow you got three different illnesses in three different sessions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I am I am drinking a uh, a Lipton peach mango hot tea because hot mm-hmm. tea soothes the, the throat. Let's get some tasting notes. What's the what are the tasting notes on that tea? It tastes like peach and mango. I was going to say, I bet there'd be a peach in there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Rich, Rich, is a, Rich is a thing with citrus, though, so I, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, 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 love, I didn't I, know I, that I, the peach look, was a citrus. Well, mango's a citrus. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I, love, I love peach and mango, and there's a hint of honey in there because I put some honey in my tea as well. So It's good. I like it. And Mr. Provident, what are you drinking uh, in your inaugural, in your maiden well, voyage with us if tonight? We're, if we're going back to Duquesne times, uh, when I was never prepared for class, uh, I did not <laughs> come prepared for this. I do not have a rosé, but okay. I do have a red blend. It was the only bottle of wine that wasn't opened in the in the in the. Uh, is that a pothic? In the old, it is a pothic. Hell yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, drinking a pothic crush. It is thirteen point nine on the alcohol volume scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that it's a, a decadent red blend that combines mm-hmm. red fruit flavors with notes of caramel and a velvety smooth mouth feel. I'll tell you what, I've had the Apothic Red before, and don't sleep on the winemaker's blend for the Apothic Red. I, I'm a big fan of that one. I, I really wanted to just show up here with a with a six-pack of Iron City. Dude. <laughs> just 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 play into it. Just play into it. Yeah, you know, I got my Iron City here. What are you guys drinking? <laughs> it would have been the most Pittsburgh ever, so we would have God allowed damn. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I drank all the Iron City. There's just Yingling left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sitting on a case of Keystone, uh, Keystone Ice as well. <laughs> uh, so I have on my screen our final round of questions here. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you'd like your question answered on the air. But uh, are you guys ready for, for, our final, for our final round of questions tonight? Let's of do course. it. Yeah. So our first question comes to us from listener Liz Salter. Uh, what is your favorite memory of college? Nice lighthearted one. Nothing about Afghanistan uh, or anything like that to start off this particular uh, particular session. Sean, what is your favorite memory of college? Oh, what a great question! My favorite memory of college is <laughs> is uh, is probably the mustard story. <laughs> All right, so, so replay the mustard story. You can okay. imagine new listeners here. Yeah. So back in college, uh, the Black Student Union had a barbecue in. Uh, the like common area, the quad on the quad. And uh, after they packed up and left, they had left one of those like double sized things of mustard on the ground. And I was like, yo man, wouldn't it be hilarious if I jumped on this? Cause then it'll shoot out like a rocket. Yes. This will just be funny, which is mm. like, which is a dumb premise. How physics works. <laughs> it's just, well, it's a stupid premise insofar as like, why would it be funny if mustard squirted out really fast? Um, but anyway, so then I jumped on it as hard as I could. 
not realizing that the top was sealed apparently very well because it split on the seam and shot straight up into my eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and then i had to run in fully covered head to toe in mustard with mustard in my eyes into my dorm mm-hmm. and request that they let me in without swiping because i couldn't see for the mustard in my eyes yeah like, uh, so i see your id <laughs> my <laughs> and, and then, and then after this, he wrote a song for Coldplay called "Yellow." Yes, <laughs> indeed, I did. And stars, oh God, my eyes. Which is why it's my favorite. Which is why it's my favorite story from college. It was all yellow. It was yes, all it was yellow. All yellow. Uh, Eddie, now, now the 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 three of us, Sean and, and Eddie, and I all share an alma mater, the Duquesne University. Go Dukes, uh, Eddie. What is your favorite memory from college? Meeting you, Kaz. Stop it. Oh. D- d- don't, don't patronize me and give me your real answer. <laughs> All right. So this was after you left. Okay. Uh, this was after you had graduated because you were a good student that graduated on time. Yeah. That actually went to class uh, yeah. and, and didn't just disappear for two years and yeah, not boy, go to class three at all. Lies. Not a great start. <laughs> um, so uh, I had two classes left to graduate. One was a an elective. One was required. And it was, uh, you probably had to take this too, uh, Professional Development development and Project Management with James Voda. I know Voda. Uh, I don't think I had to take it that was, class. Okay. So anyways, it was a required class for our degree, Kaz. I feel like you should have taken it, but. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I'll answer questions about my undergrad uh, experience at UK. Yeah. So anyways, so I, I have to take this class and, you know, like I had already taken it and failed it. Um, and so I had to suck it up and like go to vote. I'm like, Hey, listen, I got to retake this class, blah, blah, blah. So I go to my advisor and, um, I, I tell her like, Hey, listen, I, I have to retake this class. Uh, I know I failed it cause I, and she was like, how do you know you failed it? I was like, well, I didn't show up ever. Like I, I went to one class and I found out that there was a, because this was a professional development class, there was a, um, uh, business casual um, uh, dress code for this class. And I was very much a sweats and uh, hoodie or t-shirt and gym shorts kind of guy. So I made the executive decision sophomore year that I just wasn't going back to that class. I didn't drop out. I didn't drop the class. I just not going again. Uh, So obviously failed the class. So I go to Voda and he says, I, I don't think you need to retake it, but whatever. Yeah, you like I'll, I'll open it up for you. So we I go back down to my advisor, go to sign me up for the class. She's like, are you sure you want to retake this class? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm very sure because I want to graduate and I want to get out of here. Uh, it's been six years. I'm done. And um, she said, well, you have an A on your transcript. Hmm. And I didn't believe her, thought she was mm-hmm. looking at a different class. And so I sure enough i looked it up and i had an a for uh, and i showed up one time to professional development and project management but you knocked never, it out of the park that one never time. went again and i i can't help but think there's probably some poor kid who did everything they were supposed to do in that class maybe that's not that's why Voda, it's not on my transcript Voda confused them <laughs> with me and gave me their grade and failed this poor person so uh yeah that's that is my that's probably my favorite thing I've got from Duquesne. 
I mean, I, I, I imagine you might be selling underselling yourself short a little bit, but I do like the the image of like some guy who's just been like showing up in a three piece suit every day for this class, like just just going to town on it, spending hours on this professional development class, and then getting like holding like a D in their hand, being like, "Why? What? What else could I have done?" So I, I will say. One of my most exciting memories from college, aside from from meeting Ari Provident or very early on, like first week uh, at Duquesne University. Yeah, we uh, were in. Uh, what do they call those? Um, our what was that stupid thing they did? It's like orientation or something. Yeah, but like, remember we had those like community groups or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, I remember. It was like a learning. We were with Swindoll and talking about yeah. the acornness of acorns and. Yeah, every 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 cheese or blue cheese. It was a it was basic philosophical questions class, and every single hypothetical he'd somehow managed to rebut every one of your philosophical philosophical arguments by making a hypothetical uh, statement about the moon being made of green cheese. Yeah, it was a really weird situation. Yeah, and it's like, look, man, this has nothing to do with Thomas Aquinas. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, it just doesn't. so in spite of that, uh, philosophical PPQ was not one of my favorite memories of, of college in spite of that. Uh, it was exhilarating to, to rush the court because in sophomore year, Duquesne University beat then number nine Xavier uh, on their home court. And we got to storm the court after the game. That was I wasn't there for that. We got to hop the, in the A.J. Palumbo Center. We were all in the student section. Everybody could sense it was coming. We all hopped over that railing and stormed the court. It was great. We were on ESPN at like 1130 at night. It was wild. Um, that was probably the most exciting uh, memory from college. My, my funniest memory was shortly before I defended my, my econ thesis. We had a, we were, there was a class. We were in a game theory class. There's only five of us. and We're all in the same study room doing our homework for the class. And we realized all at once that we have an immense amount of power over the class because there were only five of us and we were all in the same room. And at once, uh, one of my classmates pops up and is like, do you want to all just like not go? <laughs> and we we're like, nah, I don't, yeah, I don't, enough. I don't want to go. We're defending our thesis tomorrow. No, we don't want to go at all. So we all like rushed down, turned in our, our assignment for the day under the do, under the professor's door of his office and then rushed down to the Red Ring, the bar on campus, and just drank for the afternoon instead, forgetting the fact that the guy is going to be grading the thesis that we're defending tomorrow. But that was our thing. It was just like all at once, spontaneous, being like, you know what? No, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, forget it. We're going to – doing the, the worst possible thing is just go down and, and you know have a couple of beers the night before you, you give like the most important presentation of your collegiate career at that point. So fun uh. stuff. Times at the Red Ring, man. Whew. Yeah. Uh, and and Rich, uh, you, you did a, a, a local school. What was your favorite, yeah. uh, your college memory? So I, I went to community college for uh, four years, five years. So I think I got both of you beat. Um, and uh, I, I have two memories that stand out. One is really stupid. And it's, uh, I discovered the anime uh, Death Note during my time in college. And I downloaded the entire thing. It was on my laptop. And my buddy was there and I was telling him about it. He's like, oh, I want to download it. So I just were swapping our uh, flash drives, uh, putting two episodes on each, him installing the two and deleting it and then sending it back, back and forth. I'm just like, this is cool. This is like one of my only memories of college because the rest of it kind of sucked. The other memory is I took a Psych 101 course with 
uh, I don't remember the professor's name, but uh, everyone I know who took this course calls this guy Dr. God because he felt that you could do anything in lucid dreams to the point of apparently he can see the future in lucid dreams. Uh, He tells a story how somebody was going on vacation to Mexico and went to him and was like, could you dream about me and my vacation in Mexico and tell me if I need to worry about anything? And were you just watching inception? (laughs) No, no, I kid you not. Like he, he, he's like Mexico and inception dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the one problem. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, But like he, he tell he's telling us he's like so that night I I went to sleep and uh, I in my dream and while I was falling asleep I was focusing on find the big red ball find the big red ball and he finds a big red ball then it becomes a lucid dream and he flies himself all the way to Mexico and driving down the highway is his friend and the car explodes and so he tells this woman if your car starts to overheat get out of it and walk away. And he says, I kid you not, she she comes back from Mexico and says her car caught on fire. And I guess and she just, left out the part where the cartel kidnapped her after she got out of her car. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. But it's I was just safe. Like, Thanks, Professor. Yeah. But it's just like it was the craziest class because like they, they, they always like he focused a lot on like I like. Stuff that I wouldn't think a Psych 101 course would focus on. I have a um, lot of questions about this. Like, a lot of questions about this guy <laughs> in this class. Yeah. Oh, everyone had a lot of questions about this guy in his class. That's why yeah. we all took it. Um, <laughs> are, wait. Are, are you are, just rubbernecking uh, the hey, whole time? <laughs> are, are, are lucid dreams a real thing? The, the, yeah, they are. If, if you can... Yeah, like, a lucid dream is... If you can, like realize that you're in a dream you can then control the dream and do what you want so then why did he like i'm assuming then when you say he flew himself down to mexico i hope he actually flew and didn't like go buy a plane ticket in his lucid dream i, I think he literally <laughs> flew yeah, I, I because, no if, idea, I, because I, if you can do his... anything in a lucid dream that you want to do i feel like going and buying a, a, an airplane ticket and hopping on an airplane and flying down would be like stupid if you could just like start flapping your <laughs> arms and and you I still like how the minutia of the, the, the flight <laughs> process is now part of this. You, like, you, you could do anything. Support. You'd be like, uh, hold on, here's my passport. <laughs> on. Yeah, yes, yes, I can take my belt off, yeah. <laughs> you still got to support the economy. Well, that's a whole different so. lucid dream, Kaznan. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, that's really all I've got for college. I did have another course where the professor said, fuck textbooks, and gave all of us just pamphlets of sheets. Sounds like a winner. was like... Uh, he was like, I, the textbooks, they don't teach you the right things, and they're too expensive for college students. So here, and every like chapter, I kinda got you it. would print it out for all of us and give it to us. Now, yeah. see, you could just do what I did and don't buy the textbooks because you know you're never going to open them up anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ended up move. doing that. Or, or, or you can be like me and take the same course four times and only have to buy one textbook. Yeah. yeah, don't feed don't feed into the to big textbook. Big textbook just wants you to keep buying the same stuff over and over again yeah. every every semester. That's right. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, our next question: uh, Have you ever helped someone tell a serious lie, such as like bend their alibi or something like that? Have you ever helped had helped someone tell a serious lie? Yeah, man. A serious lie. Again, this is, I guess, serious is in the eye of the beholder, but uh, I will leave that to your discretion. Have you helped somebody tell a serious lie? 
nothing's coming to mind for me. I'm sure I've I've been along on like you know, hey, look, just you know, like don't don't tell the boss about this. Like you know, just just we're gonna take care of this before before it gets to like QA or whatever. Like I I've I've been in on that kind of thing, like help somebody out with those kind of things. But I've never been like I don't think I've been like. I I I I can't fathom like yeah like hiding like a cataclysmic life event from somebody and well, be and helping them out with that. I think I've I've been in the position where like, um, I someone has asked me to be their alibi for like a stupid reason, like they were going to see their boyfriend, but their parents didn't like their boyfriend. So, oh. like if if anyone asks, I was with you today. I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> Okie okay. dokie. Yeah. Okay. I think I've probably done something similar to that, like with for for my wife or to the benefit of my wife at some point. But I, again, I'm 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 struggling to come up with a specific idea. I mean, I I've never like voluntarily, but growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in, I've been like told by my neighbors who were also hardened drug dealers that I didn't see anything. That's what I'd say. I like, just, this, you didn't see anything. As like, a 15-year-old, I'm like, yeah. damn right I didn't see anything. <laughs> I've seen nothing ever. Yeah. yeah. That's why they call me Alibi Provident. Yeah. I <laughs> didn't see a darn thing, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what that baggie was. That was Skittles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see anything. Yeah. You guys sure love confectioner sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just It was just oregano. Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, we are way past oregano with what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think oregano is legal in this. Is, is oregano legal in Pennsylvania now? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Ish. Okay. It's, I know it's, it's, it's ish in Jersey, enough. too. Okay. It's legal enough. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so Eddie's been, been, uh, been compelled to be an alibi uh, for, for somebody. Rich, have you ever uh, helped somebody tell a serious lie? Not that... Not that not we're that gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, no, not that I can think of. I, um, yeah, we we didn't really, we never really got caught up in anything. Um, most of the people I grew up with, they weren't the people that would lie, essentially. So, um, or maybe they just didn't tell me the lies because they know I probably wouldn't be able to keep it, uh, depending on what the lie was. Yeah, that's the way you uh, avoid becoming that that sort of that sort of safety blanket for people is just being horrible at telling lies. Yeah. Like, like, like you, you get that reputation just being like, how's it going, Rich? There's definitely nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, my, my parents got uh, my brother a PlayStation one year for like his birthday. And my mom comes to me before they give it to him. And like somebody else had already told me and my mom comes to me. He's like, you got Eric, the PlayStation. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, I, I think dad told me, but I just had to tell someone. Just to mm. give off that, like, I don't keep lies, mm. or I can't keep lies, and I need to tell someone. It's, it's just, you know what, I'd rather not have that burden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the life-changing lie, the serious lie, was to hold back the PlayStation thing from from people, yeah. Yeah. from your brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next question uh, is from listener Brian Everett. Uh, what are you doing these days to support the environment? Now, I can't imagine why this is in the news considering we just had uh remnants of a hurricane flood new york for the first time in like ever uh and a tornado run through mullica hills new jersey uh but what are you doing these days to support the environment everyone 
I took my golf clubs out of my trunk for the first time in about three months. House of the gas mileage, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they're going back in tomorrow when I go golfing. But well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, as long as they're not like sitting there the whole time. I also took uh, Eddie's golf clubs out of my car. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate letting you borrow them for the, the last like, five years. That's the we're going with, right? Yeah, yeah. My it was go- golf, the golf clubs. clubs. Yeah, 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 out of the trunk. Yeah. Thanks Let's... for letting me borrow your tees too. That uh, that that those golf clubs, that that golf bag looked uh, a little too tall. Yeah. A, little a little too, too tall. a little too tall. <laughs> yeah. I usually like to keep my golf clubs in a nondescript white Ford Transit. <laughs> I don't know uh, if this is helping the environment or not, but my my brother <laughs> my, my brother bought a um a a new compound bow and a bunch of arrows. He's he's a hunter now. Um and he he lives in like uh, he lives in a in a borough where it, it's just like a it's a it's like a suburb. Like it's not like it's a wooded area. It's not like he lives in a townhouse that's in a section of townhouses and they have a like 50 yards of grass in the parking lot, like across the parking lot from his house. And then there's like a hillside. And I think there's a shopping center on the other side of the hillside. Well, this, this idiot uh, decides that he's going to set his target up uh, in the parking lot and he's going <laughs> to, he's going to sight his compound bow in. Awesome. So he, and he, he was like, hey, you should come over and hang out. So we are drinking beer, sighting in a compound bow in a parking lot of a suburb with a shopping center next to it. I can't wait to see how this ties back <laughs> into the environment. <laughs> well, let's just say that when it was my turn to shoot the compound bow, not all of the arrows came back. So okay. I don't I don't know if I helped the environment or if I hurt the environment there, but <laughs> we we never found the uh we never found the arrows. Okay. And I don't know if they're in the shopping plaza. I don't know if they're in a tree, <laughs> if they're in a squirrel, I like in a person. I don't know. So uh, so that's... so generously maybe thinning out like a, an invasive species perhaps <laughs> with the with the uh, spare arrow that 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 went awry and, and landed in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. It works works for Possibly. me. It works yeah. for me. Jim, Jim the join Jim the Jim on the oil rig. Yeah. It was it was a bow and not a gun, and so less gunpowder yeah, being exactly. used. We, so like yeah. less fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're sure, good. I'll take you know, I, I will take that. I will take that. Yeah, yeah. He did send me a picture. He found one of them in a uh in a in a tree and he was uh sawing trying to saw it out because these bows or these arrows are uh, $110 per dozen. Jeez. So he, he was sitting there trying to saw out the this this They made arrow. of gold? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's wild. I've never I've never fired a compound bow before, but uh Neither but... have I until the other day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is tricky cuz like again, we've talked about this a couple times on the show. It's like, yeah, yeah, there, there 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 are little things we can do to help the environment. Look, uh, and until we we implement like a carbon tax or something like that, or like a consistent carbon tax on on most of the major corporations, this is not a like rich didn't buy the right kind of paper towels problem that we are approaching right now. Uh, this is a a much more macro problem. It's much, you know, and obviously every little bit helps, but like we we got we're, we're flinging we're flinging compound arrows against a, a mighty brick wall at a certain point. So mm-hmm. you know it. it there's only certain things that we can do. Like for like when my wife and I, you know, we get like re- recycled paper towels now, which are like fine. 
Uh, I'll pay the couple extra bucks for that. Like they're they're perfectly acceptable for for being recycled favorite towels. And that's the thing. Like you, 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 there's like a you know that brief like dumb martyrdom that you have where you're like, oh, crummy paper towel. But I'm helping, and like you're, you're wiping down your countertop with a crummy paper towel as a result of that. So that, that's one move we've made recently is is going to the recyclable uh, paper towels and like the TP and everything like that. Uh, what about you, Sean? Uh, I mean, besides recycling and we also use the recycled like bath tissue or whatever. And, uh, I don't eat meat for environment reasons, uh, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Which is which is which is a, a, a very uh, morally strong move, but also devastating. <laughs> yeah, I want everyone to take pity upon me. Uh, well, I also yeah. kill the shit out of those uh, those lantern flies. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 the lantern flies. Eddie, do you do you get lantern flies out in Western PA? What is a lantern? Do you All mean right, like a light, so lantern a light, flies are an invasive, like a lightning bug. No, so. Uh, they're they're these spotted uh, flies that destroy trees and entire and, and, and can wipe out forests around here. And so it's like rare bug where like all the environmental agencies in New Jersey are like, look, I know we know what we've been saying about all the other animals. Kill these things, destroy them, stomp <laughs> yeah. on them at every opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so we we've I, I've also been uh, making a point to stomp out every lightning every every spotted lantern fly that I can find. I'm like what I'm they, saving the like? trees. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, I'm look. I'm gonna Google it now. Yeah, yeah they're, I, they're, I, they're like they're, beetles. They're like a beetle moth, like hybrid. Is the yeah, best yeah, way they, they put got. It. They got yeah, white and red. I haven't wings. seen those. I don't think we're getting those around here in that. I think they're more like mid Atlantic, like like nearer to the coast. Okay. Uh, they're 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 nasty little buggers. And there's also one. There's one that just hangs out on the side of my house. That's too high up on the side of the house. For us to get out, like we'd have to like take out the window pane and like whack it because it's it, there's no there's no screen there. But it hangs out in the same part of the house, and our cats think they can kill it. So <laughs> they they've been hanging out on the windowsill, just eyeing it up. Like we're gonna get them today. Like this <laughs> is the this is the day. I know for six straight days we've been like pawing at the window, and 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 the big guy's been yelling at us because we're not supposed to be pawing at the window. But we're we're gonna get that fly. We're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, Rich, what have you been doing to help in the environment lately? Uh, I try to cut down on eating meat, uh, recycle all the norm stuff, uh, kill lantern flies when I can. Um, it's like you guys said, it's, 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 it's hard because it's, it's an, it's an unending battle with, um, with, with not enough people fighting for it. So like, even if I do everything I can do, it's not really going to make a difference. So it's like kind of a downer. It's a little bit of a downer, but it, 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 it's it's tough to get out of that nihilistic, like, uh, what am I going to do? Like, you know, freaking, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, to pick a random, like, apples pumping out whatever, however many, uh, you know, metric tons of carbon into the air every day. But like, it is it is like a nice thing. Like, hey, I got, you know, instead of getting like the generic brand, you know, you know, cheapo towels, like I bought seventh generation towels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. At, look at me, an enlightened individual <laughs> with my seventh generation towels. Uh, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's the little things here and there. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I almost went solar, but in order for them to actually set up the panels, they would have had to cut down two trees in my yard. 
mm-hmm. they would have replanted two trees for each tree. So it would have been four trees they would have replanted. But like, I I didn't want to get rid of those trees. So well, that would have been like, counterproductive. Yeah, for the most part, like it, it's also there's a lot of shade coming from those trees, so it mm-hmm. cuts down on the air use. Yep. So like. Then, Rich like, is also slowly yeah. drifting into libertarianism, so those trees are like helping keep keep uh, the feds off his lawn. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 yeah. and first of all, first of all, wholly support this this move that you're making towards <laughs> towards pure hey, get off my lawn, come back with a I, warrant listen, libertarianism. I my best friend, one of my best friends, and I I cannot use names because he actually is doing things that are against the law, but he is <laughs> dude. I, I'm like this is the best. So one of my friends is a pastor of a church okay who has paid for a bathroom remodel and an upgrade in his uh in his addition to his house with poker winnings that he's want so he's a pastor that really? plays poker right mm-hmm. he also makes moonshine in the basement of his with an actual still and it might be the best moonshine that I've ever tasted in my life. Mm-hmm. And he's been on finding Bigfoot because he is a Bigfoot witness. <laughs> what a fascinating person. And I bring that all up because he is the most hardcore libertarian I've mm. ever met in my life. That's the thing is like, it takes all kinds of libertarianism. Like I, I skew that direction as well. And I'm not quite on the like, you know, I'm going to live off the land and like all my currency is going to be gold chips kind of thing. But like that, that's Dude, still this guy lives in the middle of like another another suburb. It's not like he lives out in the sticks. Mm. You know, he's a pastor of a he's a senior pastor of a church that's, you know, in the middle of, of Pittsburgh. He's, you know, but he's also like, I guess if you like if you were in Western Pennsylvania and you call in a Bigfoot sighting, he would be the person to contact you. <laughs> awesome that's amazing he also makes really good moonshine and he's an actually decent poker like he he, he's kicking the idea around of going professional as a poker player i haven't had moonshine in a while i I had moonshine a couple years ago hey man come come by 120 proof this stuff 120 126 the last uh last batch he made dude we'll talk we'll talk i need some moonshine in my life (laughs) a rosé moonshine taste test yeah dude let's do it all right right. i'll I'll, I'll make this happen (laughs) All right, man. Reporting from an undisclosed location. Because yeah. <laughs> Reporting live from a speakeasy. Our next question. Uh, did everyone stop baking bread? <laughs> <laughs> so this is right at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was buying like sourdough starter and like, I'm going to learn how to make bread and yeast and everything like that. Has everyone stopped making? I never started making bread. This is not my this is not my pandemic thing uh, <laughs> to make my own bread and everything like that. I have never. This is one of those things. There are things that I like like to make my own of. Like, yes, I'd like to, you know, mix up my own peanut butter, for example. Um, and at some point, I'd like to make my own hot sauce. But there are certain things where, like, yeah, I could make my own bread. But I've never, like, been eating just a piece of, like, Stoneman's, like, white loaf and been like, not doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to think I could do better to that piece of bread. Yeah, like, like I'm sure. Listen, if it's your hobby, it's your hobby. But I, I, I never, it never appealed to me for for you know either to pass the time or from like a culinary perspective. 
so I never started. I'm assuming everybody stopped because at a certain point we figured out how to work with the pandemic enough so that people are still like they found other activities to do. That's not just like, well, I'm going to lock myself inside and, and learn yeah. how to make marble mm. bread and everything. Eddie, did you get into the bread thing? Absolutely not. I All cannot right. bake if my life depended. You got to follow directions to bake. I don't, <laughs> can't do it's that. Science. Science of yeah. baking. Yeah. The science. Yeah. We're, we're the, that's the thing. Like cooking is like the, the fun wheeling dealing where just like I could throw more paprika in here. That's fine. Like, right? Like, I, I won't ruin this. Right. But, like, if you put, like, if a, if a recipe calls for, like, a teaspoon of baking soda and you use a teaspoon and a quarter, suddenly you're making, like, a homeowner's insurance claim. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just, it just balloons out of control somehow. So yeah. it's a very I, chemistry. I tried to make cookies once, and I decided to make an executive decision about how much of something I put into it. And I, I don't remember what it was, but I, I ended up making hockey pucks. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. they were not cookies man they were they were hockey pucks yeah be specific about what they there's certain things you can make an executive decision on on cookies like chips sure uh <laughs> baking soda salt mm, not so much mm-hmm. yeah this whole chemistry thing like you said it's yeah. oh, we're liberal arts students man that's not the way it works <laughs> uh sean did you ever get on board with the baking thing i don't remember i i uh got real into the great british baking show like right. So did my wife. My wife really got and and, and candidly, I, I've I've caught parts of it, and I'm like, that Paul Hollywood is kind of a strapping looking guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his actual name is Paul Hollywood. Yeah, it's a British yeah. guy named Paul Hollywood, and not not like a stage name or anything like that. That's his birth name is Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much uh, you could talk about more, Sean. But like, there's so much on that show, even just like getting. Like the yeah. off glance of it, I'm like, they make that. There's yeah, more than yeah. just like cakes and brownies. That's it's wild, but it yeah. but it like inspired me to then start baking a little bit. Like I make a pretty sick pound cake, but uh, like uh, I didn't. I never got into bread because bread seems too difficult. Like that's that's a step too far for me. Like I like following the instructions and having it's like a puzzle you put together and then you have a cake. Uh, but I cannot fathom all the steps involved in bread making. It just seems so boring. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard making bread, man. Like it's, it's hard baking in general. Anything yeast risen is just, it's, it's a pain because there's just so, if, if the water that you put the yeast in to proof it is, I'm above sorry, the water and the, 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 sorry, water, if the water, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me. Wait, that is the Yo, first. Eddie, G- yes. Listen, that is the first time that I've heard anyone say water that isn't Brad Leone from uh, from Bon Appetit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. Water, gla- glass of water. Yeah, I'm. I'm wow. I'm, uh, you spell it W U D E R, right? Water. <laughs> yeah, you, you drink a carbonated water to go with your ogi. I'm sorry, <laughs> pop. Your no, your, no, it's your, soda. your yogi, it's soda. your yeah. carbonated water to go with your hoagie, and sometimes you get mayo, sometimes you get mustard, and sometimes you get both. Don't make me turn it on. Don't don't make me turn the Yinzer on, man. <laughs> uh, Yin's going down south side for a Steeler game, and at yo that Roethlisberger still throwing the ball down the field. <laughs> uh, but oh like, man, this is great. 
the 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 water if it's if it's 111 degrees when you're proofing the yeast it's going to kill the yeast and you have to restart that and it's just it's so much to it and i hate it but also love it at the same time but like i just i i've stopped for the most part like i haven't really baked much pri- uh over the past like 6 to 8 months since mm-hmm. like the world started to kind of open back up yeah i i enjoy supermarkets Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a bold point. <laughs> Coming that's out a, that's a the hot pro take supermarket right there. take here. Yeah, hot <laughs> takes on the supermarket. No, that's a, yeah, again, again, it's a matter of like where you're willing to draw the line on like what you're willing to make at home and what you're willing you're not and and bread is certainly not mine. Uh the next question is what was the last thing you searched for on your phone? A spotted lanternfly. <laughs> <laughs> What does this thing look like? Uh, what is the last thing I searched for uh, on my phone? I, I searched uh, ESPN Fantasy Football because that's where mm. our league is, and I still have not downloaded the app since I got my new phone, so I had to download that. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Uh, the last thing I searched for was the final score of the Clareton Bears versus Steel Valley Ironman game. Yeah. And what was the final score of the game, Eddie? I never found it because the Whippeal, the Western Pennsylvania Inter Athletic League, or whatever mm. that Whippeal stands for, is mm. stupid, and they don't post any of their scores. And I still don't mm. know because I used to coach at Steel Valley, and Clareton right. is like the local powerhouse uh, in the lower schools. And I was told that Steel Valley was winning, and I did not get to find out if they actually won. Maybe one of those nice surprises because I remember uh, there was one year I I'd sort of I was I was like sort of vaguely keeping track of what the Duquesne basketball team was doing and then all at once it was like we beat Pitt and I was like we beat Pitt <laughs> Pitt's like a big school like how do we beat Pitt and we like 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 took it to them too so maybe that happened with Steel Valley tonight I'm hoping I still can't find the dang score so I mean I just picked up where my last search ended and uh, yeah. I think the last thing I searched for was Twitter. And the reason I searched for Twitter (laughs) is because I make a point to not have Facebook and Twitter as apps on my phone uh, because they they take a lot of space. And I I feel like it it allows me to indulge in a bad way in like social media where I can just click a button on Twitter and be like, I'm going to scroll through Twitter and like spend like way too much time just feeding the trolls and, and doom scrolling, everything like that. Uh, whereas if I don't have it on my phone, I can I have to like I have to search for it on Safari. I got to type in the name. I got to log in. Like it's a bit more of a process, and so I have to make like a more of a commitment if I'm going to go to Twitter. With that said, I made that commitment earlier tonight uh, and did in fact log into Twitter. Uh, didn't really do much. I think I was just looking at like there's video of Ben Simmons shooting jumpers again uh, for like the ninth straight off season and everybody was like oh maybe this is the year that ben simmons turns it around and becomes a great shooter for the 76ers that's the one thing i do miss about the keystone coast to coast podcast is talking sixers basketball dude it's <laughs> this week would have been a great week for sixers so so we're recording this on on september 4th we're putting this out a little bit after that a couple weeks later uh but this is the week that uh ben simmons who is currently on the trade block requested a trade this is the the basketball equivalent of you can't fire me, I quit, uh, which is for months he's been rumored to be traded and he's like, no, I want to be traded now. And then Joel Embiid goes on Twitter and tries to defend him and inadvertently insults him while doing so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been a great week to discuss uh, Sixers basketball and all of the unnecessary 
drama surrounding it. Uh, but that that is my last <laughs> Twitter uh, web search was Twitter, so I could go watch Ben Simmons be like, "Look, I'm improving," and then go and shoot no three pointers next year. <laughs> Steel Valley did win fourteen to twelve, so there we Muzzle go. Muzzle tough. That's right. it. That's it. That way, Steel Valley. There you go, uh, Sean. What uh, what was your last uh, phone search? So apparently it was Rudolph Weigel. Makes sense. Very applicable to everything we've been talking about for the last three hours. He created the vaccine against typhus. And I don't know why that's the last thing I searched because I legitimately don't remember. (laughs) You were were getting your head start on Christmas searching for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And oops, Oops. you got Rudolph Weigel. I got Rudolph Weigel because of vaccines. which Which is better than getting Mason Rudolph. Oh, God, no, not Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Back of quarterback for the Steelers Alice, somehow sells a job. Alice did steal my phone and may have searched for Rudolph Weigel. You're, so hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, you, so your proposal is that your two-year-old daughter went on and was like, you know what I need? Well, I, is, is, autocomplete. Like, she just types random letters. But what a it, it types out Rudolph Weigel, and then I got the guy so, who created the So are you the are you vaccine. saying that your your two year old daughter was searching for Mason Rudolph? <laughs> and got Rudolph yes. Weigel. No, Rudolph. Yeah, she was just mistaken. She just misremembered the name. Yeah, she was like, "I need to know the Steelers' prospects for the next five years if they manage if they turn the reins over to Mason Rudolph and." Oops, they got the vaccine. The, the creator of the vaccine for typhus. Yeah. <laughs> Side what note. Happens. I uh, I am firmly in the of the opinion that if the Steelers, if Ben Roethlisberger goes down, and they have to give Mason Rudolph the reins uh, to the football team, mm-hmm. that they will be a seven win football team. Mm-hmm. But if then Mason Rudolph goes down and Dwayne Haskins comes in, they're back to a ten or eleven win football team. That's preposterous, Eddie. Eddie, as Ed, look, man, I've watched Dwayne Haskins play football for two years. Is I've never watched Dwayne Haskins and gone. That's a 10-win quarterback right Listen, there. man, I got to watch him all through training camp. That's great. I watched him play real football games. He's wearing black and a different shade of gold now, so he'll be fine. <laughs> it's the I, 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 adm- I admire your optimism for a guy who got benched because he left the game early to hey, take selfies. <laughs> speaking of Mason Rudolph, can we go back to a Keystone Coast to, Coast to Coast hot take? Yes, when, if you, yes. When I when I specifically said I would take Mason Rudolph with the first overall pick before I would take Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that worked out really well for you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that worked out really well for you. Baker yeah. Mayfield walked off the field with a dub last year in the yeah, playoffs. You know, he's still overrated. I mean, he's a bum. He's going to get another contract. He's getting another contract with the Brownies, baby. I hope they pay him. I, I hope they make him the highest paid quarterback in the, in the AFC. That's not going to happen. How does no. it feel to know that Ben Roethlisberger is like the fifth best quarterback in your division? What, behind Dwayne Haskins and... <laughs> I was thinking Trace McSorley, well, listen, but... I mean, like, there, so there's only three starting quarterbacks in the division because Lamar Jackson's a running back. Oh, stop it. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing this. We, we've, we've talked about Lamar Jackson being a running back on the award-winning Brose podcast before. Oh. We're not doing this now. Uh, uh, next question is, what is your bedtime routine? Eddie, what do you do before you go to sleep every night, every single night? Uh, I edit podcasts for the morning. <laughs> yeah. For the morning for the morning drive. Cranking um, it out. Legitimately, I uh, – so – uh, Dayon Kavakovich, who is my boss and the creator of DK Pittsburgh Sports, he is Shout the DK. 
Yeah, he's the DK in uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports. Mm-hmm. Has a uh, morning show that he calls daily shots of Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates. And each one's about 15, 20 minutes. And I get to uh, I get those files sent over to me um, at a ungodly hour. And I make sure that they are posted and ready to go uh, for the morning rush. Uh, normally by 3 a.m. they're up. So... That's, that's what I think. It's like you got to be like if it's a reaction to the game that night. If like right. you know, the Buckos go into extra innings or something like that, and, you're, and you're it's, in a bit of a bind. Let me tell you something. When you get to edit a Pirates podcast, mm-hmm. when they're on the West Coast getting the, bludgeoned by the Dodgers, mm. uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Let me tell you, it's it's a blast. It's living the dream, baby. Yeah, yeah. Because they come <laughs> over at two in the morning because they finish at one. He needs an hour to figure out what he's going to talk about, mm-hmm. and then the file gets sent over to me. So your so your pre bed routine is is, is make drinking a, coffee, <laughs> guzzling coffee, the exact yeah, thing you're supposed coffee. to do right before a healthy nights of sleep. How about you, Sean? Uh, usually it's uh, relax, fall asleep on the couch, wake up at like two or three in the morning, and then come up into bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call romance in the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just crawl to bed at three in the morning after you fall asleep on the couch. Uh, it happens though. Uh, what about you, Rich? Uh, it is uh, let the dog out while he's out. Lock all the doors. Close all the windows. Close all the blinds. <laughs> Don't let the dog back in. <laughs> forget, no. ab- forget about the dog and go upstairs. <laughs> uh, uh, let him let him back in. Close the close the back door. Go upstairs. Turn on the two fans in my bedroom. Go to the bathroom. Go back in the bedroom. Go to sleep. That was oddly specific. Hmm. That's, I have I have a set routine. Like, and that yeah. yeah like if if I don't, I open the door. The, I turn the I turn the knob ninety five degrees counterclockwise. <laughs> if I don't do it in that like order, I'll think I didn't do it and have to double check, and I won't be able to sleep until I double check. Uh, my normal bedtime routine it varies a little bit, but usually it's yeah, they brush my teeth. Uh, I, I have recently, uh, my doctor's recommendation, started taking a, a small dose of melatonin right before sleep. So my moon bedtime routine is taking the small dose of melatonin and then sitting in bed wondering how the melatonin is going to fail me that night. Because all it has done <laughs> is fail me for the last three weeks. Every single night. But the, the melatonin, let me tell you, I, I, I God bless my, my primary care for answering all my ridiculous questions about like, Yo, I can't run fast anymore. And she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 32. It's like, all right, we're, we're pretty much on par for what you can expect at the age of 32 now for your running speed. Uh, you but, never but, could run fast, though. So, I mean, it's no, not no, like... No, no, no. But, dude, I could, but, I could run, but I could not run fast for a long time, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so, so, uh, so she recommended melatonin because I was experiencing some, some, some stress at work. And, and she was like, hey, yeah, this, this will help you sleep through the night. Here's what melatonin does to me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what melatonin does to me is it allows me to wake up in the middle of the night the same number of times that I was waking up before, but I'm now more tired in the morning because the melatonin's <laughs> wearing off. <laughs> so the melatonin is supposed to keep me from waking up at one in the morning and four in the morning after each individual REM yeah. cycle. May I make a suge- may I make a suggestion? Yeah, Eddie. Because I had the same problem as you. Okay. And this actually did help me. So mm-hmm. it is a CBD pen that ha- is infused with lavender. A CBD pen infused with lavender. And I laughed when someone gave it to me. 
Okay. I was like, yeah, okay, CBD and lavender, sure. Okay. And, uh, dude, I tried it, and it worked like a charm. Okay. I might give that idea. There's a CBD shop right around the corner. It's a great shopping center right around the corner from my house. It has everything you could possibly need because it has a CBD sales, it has a CBD retailer. It has a Philly soft pretzel factory and a, a divorce court office. So it has everything you <laughs> could possibly Philly, need. Is that the Philly trifecta? Like, is that? Oh, yeah, no, that, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If it was the Philly, if it was the Philly trifecta, it would actually be the Philly quartet, and it would have a casino next door okay, too. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the name brand is very generic. Uh, Social CBD. But okay. Sean, are you familiar with yeah, the Social it, CBD dude, it, product? It, it works, not. man. It works. Okay. I I uh, I used to do CBD oil, and it helped me fix my sleep schedule so okay. much. It just it's very. It, it was like $60 a bottle, okay. and it would only last for like 20 to 25 days. So it was like, it was pricey. This, I believe, was like 20 bucks mm-hmm. uh, for this pen. Mm-hmm. I've had it for about a week, and it's still going. So, I mean, I don't, I'll, you know, I'll update you. Keep me posted. I, I am intrigued by the by this possibility because I, I, I'm, man, I just, want, I, I just don't want to wake up at 2 in the morning. Yeah, want. dude, I, I feel that, man. I feel yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're up. At I'm two still in the morning, up at two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, you're doing your thing. Uh, the next question also comes to us from listener Brian Everett, who incidentally was asking us a question about medicinal marijuana uh, just a couple episodes ago. Uh, and the question is, uh, you know, in a very similar vein to the medicinal marijuana question, <clears throat> quote: How many goddamn bands has Travis Barker played for this year? <laughs> Well, he was drumming for uh, that idiot from uh, from Cleveland, right? MGK, Machine Gun yeah. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to his his coffee shop? Machine Gun Kelly's or Ma- Travis Barker's? Ma- Machine Gun Kelly has the a coffee shop. The answer's no to either one, but I didn't know he, that. Machine Gun Kelly has a coffee shop in Cleveland. Mm. And I know this because my, my sister-in-law is a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan, and she wanted to go to the coffee shop in Cleveland. Mm. So the day after Christmas or two days after Christmas, we drove to the coffee shop in Cleveland and sat outside in line for an hour and a half in freezing cold weather right off of Lake Erie, mm-hmm. waiting to get into this godforsaken coffee shop that had seats that were made to look like Xanax pills. Fitting. And the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. It all adds up, baby. Yeah. Rough. It was it was the I mean like I I love my my sister-in-law but like I will that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. And I've done a lot of dumb things. So yeah, <laughs> Travis Barker is is in Machine Gun Kelly's corner and in fact uh, the the podcast my brother and I uh, are working on the Taste Fakers podcast. One of the proposals I made to him was was doing a comparison, a an influence influencee uh, connection between Blink One Eighty Two self titled album and the last Machine Gun Kelly album, where he basically takes the Blink One Eighty Two self titled oh, sound and wears it like don't a suit. Me, don't get me start. <laughs> isn't isn't Travis Barker dating a Kardashian now too? Possibly. I don't I have know. No idea. Travis Barker. Travis Barker survived yeah, an airplane I, crash, and so sure, now he's I'm like. I'm pretty sure he's dating Kourtney Kardashian. So how's that for our childhood, Kaz? Yeah. Uh, dude, any, I, any other Blink 182 fans very, out there? It's very punk rock. Mark Hoppus has cancer. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom DeLonge, DeLonge's doing Tom, the best of Tom all of them. Tom DeLonge is like chasing aliens with with uh, with some government. NASA's on speed dial yeah, with him. Yeah. 
And then uh, and now Travis Barker is drumming for Machine Gun Kelly and dating a Kardashian. So the punk uh, pop sound has generally gotten like a very big mm-hmm. revival, though. Like even like like mainstream pocket pop acts like Willow Smith has a song that sounds exactly like Paramore. Trans- that's Transparent uh, Soul, and I friggin love that song. Olivia I, Rodrigo. I haven't heard it yet. I, I I've heard of her. I haven't mm. listened to her. I'm still. I have a pop punk playlist on my spotify that's like 300 songs deep and i don't know that anything is newer than five years ago yeah it, it, the, the pure pop punk sound like now i think you got neck like the deep. wonder years yeah well i think neck deep and um state champs are the two newest bands that i have on on okay. that group on that playlist that that sound has gotten popular with a lot of like top 40 acts uh yeah. and and they're 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 you know, to some extent, like they're doing a good job with it, and to some extent, like Machine Gun Kelly, they're sort of like. How, and how do we feel about that? It's fine, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 sort of the, the the here's the problem with it is that it is to uh, like Machine Gun Kelly, Olivia Rodrigo, and Willow Smith, and all these other acts doing like early two thousands punk pop is what the darkness was doing when we were kids, when we were in high school. Which means we're fucking old, man. Yeah, like it's over. <laughs> Show's over, champ. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The darkness was doing like '80s camp as a as a nostalgia act, and this is them going back to nostalgia because everybody's listening to Misery Business again for the first time and deciding they're going to do it again. It 15, is ticking, 16, 17 years later. We're getting get, we're getting old. I guess you could say it's it's ticking like a talk. Oh. I had the body of an hourglass. Boo! <laughs> it's right. It's it's rough sailing right now when you start getting like uh like. <laughs> Like albums that came out in 2000. Like, oh, you know what it was? I was reading an article. Uh, the Ringer just did a great oral history of toxicity by System of a Down. And you might be wondering, why would they be interested in doing that now? Well, guess what? In seven days uh, from the day we're recording this, it's the 20-year anniversary no. of toxicity. Uh, no. One of the most preeminent like metal albums of the, 20, it's the 21st century. 20 years old. Yeah. Wow. Um, Dude, I mean, it sucks. I, I saw Thrice on their... Uh, Visu 15th anniversary tour, which yes, that uh, just saying that made me, yeah. Visu <laughs> for me is still like, like, uh, uh, we're big thrice fans, and Visu for me is still like, oh, that's like new thrice. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, I'm excited though. They're uh, what is another week and a half until they drop their new album, new album coming out, and not not uh, too long from pretty, now. I'm pretty I'm pumped about that, for that. Yeah, um, try any other thoughts on Travis Barker. Uh, getting in on on new bands, new artists, anything like that. Too many is the answer. That's Travis <laughs> Barker has been in too many bands this year. Right, he's a Tra- sweet cross section. What Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, and hopefully he's healthy enough to do this, and Tom DeLong need to do is put their differences aside, quit being idiots, and get Blink One Eighty Two back together so I can go see them. Here's the thing, though. Matt Skiba actually does very good in Blink-182. No, he Matt, does not. You yes. are, listen, that is the worst take that you have ever had, and I can't believe I'm friends with you. Matt Skiba is good. No, he's not. Alkaline that, that Trio the, for life. Yeah. No. He, that, right, he's, not, not, he's not a wackadoodle like Tom. Tom DeLong can't actually sing. His <laughs> voice is shot. Because he's been screaming at aliens the whole time. Uh, like, listen, Matt Skiba is no, he's fine. not. He's not. It is not Blink One Eighty Two when it's Matt Skiba at the at the head of it. Sorry, it's just not. Okay, all right. It's I mean, Blink One Eighty One and a half. Oh my god! <laughs> See, here's the That's thing with, so with close, Matt. Though. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, that's so close. <laughs> The thing is, with Matt Skiba, I can listen to I Miss You and not laugh at that song. Like, he actually, yeah. Don't waste your time on me. On me. Yeah. yeah, it's like a fucking wrecking ball coming in during that second verse. Like, this like, soothing ba- the soothing baritone of Mark Hoppus. And then, and then Tom's just like, I know what this song needs. You know, my and- wife and my brother-in-law are having a movie night upstairs right now because he's yeah. home from college. And I'm pretty sure all they can hear right now is me singing in Tom DeLonge's <laughs> Don't waste your time on me! Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, so thanks, Brian, for, for getting us on that Blink-182 kick. Uh, we have two questions left. Let's wrap this up real quick. Have you ever had a dental emergency? Nope. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about it, Eddie. Fourth grade. I was playing football in the street. And you know how you, when you're playing street football, you normally use the the uh, telephone poles as the end zones. You know, like telephone pole to telephone pole, light pole yeah. to light pole. You know, color trees, trees or, or telephone See, poles, whatever you we, got. My friends and I, we were thinkers. We saw that streets have these uh, these sidewalks on either side, and the sidewalks would make great end zones, and we would oh, play no. short ways. And so there was a. So your your end zone was a, a step up from where yes, you normally would be. Yes, play. correct. Got it. Got it. All and right. you would think that would be the problem, right? Following it. Okay. But it, that wasn't the problem. Okay. The problem was the broken down utility van that was parked right next to where we were playing. And so my friend throws me a pass, and I go to catch it, and I'm I'm going to catch the ball, and I'm looking behind me to to, to catch you know to to see the ball into my hands. And my friend yells, Eddie, look out. And at the very last second, I turned around and I turned right into the utility van. You know how like the the van, like those old like 70s, everything's metal utility vans. Yeah. yeah. Ran face first into this van. This tooth right here went, kid you not, straight back up the chute. <laughs> like it, it didn't. So it he's didn't, pointing at like, like his mandible, I think. Like, like. it didn't. It didn't like it didn't uh, it didn't go out of my gums. It didn't go like back. It di- it just went straight up and in, and we couldn't find it. So we because I thought like I ch- I thought I knocked my tooth out. So we couldn't find the tooth anywhere. Like we're literally looking around on the ground for the tooth. We can't find it. So my parents rush me to Children's Hospital. They do X rays on my mouth, and they realize that the tooth just went right back up the slot. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like okay well we're, we're gonna have to do surgery to get this thing like we you know we have to get this back down yeah and so like they decided to like you know those like dentist hooks mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. what I'm talking, like the plaque hook or whatever yeah, they, yeah they're they, cleaning they, they out like the one stuff of those, on your teeth. Uh, fourth grade right like they they just shot me up with some novocaine and they're like literally up in the slot where my tooth is just like going around with this tooth hook like trying to find it mm. and so they had to put me under to, to do the surgery and everything but they actually wrote a like a, a dental um there was an article done on me because they had seen it where a tooth would go up and through the gums or up and like back into your mouth or like lost the tooth completely or side but they had never seen it go straight up like flush this Back is, this is a medical first for them. Yes. <laughs> so like in some medical journal for dental 
surgery, there's probably my uh, my x-rays somewhere because, you know, and now this tooth is like completely dead and I'm eventually going to have to get it like replaced. I can't wait to find the journal that has extensive detail on not just the injury, <laughs> but how specifically you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Playing football short yeah. ways yeah, yeah, yeah. on a street. Running into a parked utility van. They have to have like a figure one diagram of the sidewalk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was my dental emergency. Jeez. That's a, that's a strong dental emergency. That's a hefty one. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, you said you had one as well. Yeah. And it was, I was eating a mozzarella stick and my tooth broke in half. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like two sides of the same coin with Eddie's story. <laughs> so, so Eddie Sean, obliterated his tooth this. in a way that like was actually made medical history. <laughs> and Sean just had a Sean had a rough night at Pizza Hut. I, I, I didn't brush enough, and then I ate a mozzarella stick. That's what happened. Uh, we were. I was drinking with my parents one night. <laughs> It was my wife, my dad, my mom, and I. We're in the living room. And my mom is like, she's crocheting, and she's drinking wine, and she's definitely lit. And we ordered pizza and and, uh, mozzarella sticks and fries, and she takes a bite of this mozzarella stick. She just, like, goes into deep thought. She goes, I remember my first mozzarella stick. (laughs) Like, first and then, mozzarella and then, stick. and then that was it there was no uh, there was no addition to that story it was just <laughs> like my wife yeah. my dad and i are looking like okay <laughs> well apparently she broke her tooth no oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now i'm picturing like your mom like out on like a deck like watching like waves crashing at the beach oh, be like man, just <sighs> my first mozzarella stick yeah. <laughs> uh rich do you have any dental emergencies you'd like to share with the listeners no. I don't think I have one either. I was uh, playing first base in uh, high school gym class softball, and somebody beamed a ball directly towards me for me to catch to get somebody out. Uh, but my uh, my glove was here, and the ball went here right into my face. If I didn't have braces, I probably would have lost some teeth, but because of the braces. Protective braces. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. baseball is the big one because, like, you can have the mouth guard sometimes, but, like, you're just getting balls whipped at your face. You know, you, you get caught in the baseline somehow. Like, that's yeah. that's a, that's tough for, for the old choppers. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap this bad boy up with what do you think it's going to be like in a year? <laughs> what an open-ended question. <laughs> what do you think it's going to be like in a year? So we're, we're, we're recording this episode on September 4th. What, what is it? It's it. You know, it. Like, what's it going to be like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 sad and happy, and it's a shame. Can you feel it? See it? Hear it today? If you can't, then it doesn't matter anyway. It's Guys, so you will good. never like understand the it because it happens too fast, and it feels so good. It's like walking on glass. That's it. That's it. Yeah, That's it's what it's going to be like in a year. I think I, think I may have found it. You may have found it? It's <laughs> Uh, Eddie, Eddie's uh, searching around now. So the, the, again, the question: uh, What do you think it's going to be like in a year? So just the world on on September fourth or September of twenty twenty two. What are we looking at here? I uh, my my dog uh, decided he wanted to join, and I was trying to get him to calm down. And he this is your dog Talbot. Yes, and he Thank he you. wriggled out of his his leash. So okay, 
I have yeah. a leash with no yeah. dog or his collar. Sorry, and no dog. So <laughs> rough deal. Yeah, um, Talbot is named after Max Talbot, Great, fu- f- former Flyers legend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, going down in lore like uh, Flyers legends such as Yarmir Yager and, and Max Talbot. I had a had a Penguins rug at the old house where we started the Keystone Coast to Coast. Yeah, um, that's where you got Talbot podcast. That's when I got Talbot, and uh, when we were house training Talbot, he decided to take a massive shit on the Penguins rug, and mm-hmm. I knew that as he should. You know, if his name was Talbot after Max Talbot, mm-hmm. just like Talbot chat on the penguins yep that's right so that's right dog he won you a cup he won you a cup he got he you he, he got did. you your trophy um so as far as what the world's gonna look like in a year well uh it's i mean we're gonna be two months away from midterm elections not to to bring it on a downer here uh but it's gonna be some some grade a lunacy uh in the political world where, where we're two months out and like you know Absolute dipshits like J.D. Vance are going to be running for for senator or Josh Mandel or or what have you. Maybe Michael Avenatti will be back out of jail again and he'll try to run as like the savior Democrat somewhere. Um, but outside of politics, I, I think we've been so bludgeoned over the last year and a half that I don't I, I don't know how substantially different life is going to be. Maybe we'll be I, I see that we're. I would say now we're at what, like 65% of what life was like before the pandemic. I'm going to, I'm, that's a spitball here. Maybe it's a little bit more than that. I'm going to say we're at 80 to 85% by this time next year. I think we'll have a booster. I think we'll be able to go outside and do a little bit more, more stuff. Maybe this is a thing where we get an annual or biannual booster for the vaccine. I think by this time next year, we'll be just like a smidgen closer to normal day to day life. I think that the this, this dog he's now getting into clothes. I, I don't I don't know at this point. Talbot doing the Lord's work over there. He's listen. He's going through some things. Mm. Uh, he he had a a medical emergency. I I read about this. Yeah, so he yes. spent some time at the dock. Yes, and. Mm. Uh, so he's kind of high right now. We have mm. him on, on, we call them happy pills. So he's kind of just doing whatever he wants to do right now. And it, you know, Understood. But anyways, I think in a year from now, the Steelers will be your Super Bowl champs. The Penguins will be your Stanley <laughs> Cup champs. Uh, the Pirates will be rebuilding to become the eventual World Series champs. Um, so. I have a good authority that the Penguins window is closing. Yeah, do you? Yeah, from from team captain Sidney Crosby. Hey, at least said that they, the Penguins window listen, is closed. At least, at least they have a window. Yeah, because the Flyers are basically in a padded room with no windows at all. I don't know. You're. I don't know if you know this, Eddie, but we just recently got top ten defenseman uh, for former top ten pick. Uh, that that dumb dude from Buffalo, Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah, the guy who's like rated like lowest the, in every single category. Looks like the lead singer from Sugar Ray. The guy who uh, I read an article that said he is they that compared him to an anchor weighing the rest of his team down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we just yeah, got that him. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna turn it around. Yeah, we're good. Hey, man. at least you dumped Shane Ghost of Spears' uh, contract. Yeah, dude, get him out of here. Dude, it was a great two months that he had while he was here. They was really good. 
I, I find it uh, very heartening that you remain optimistic about the uh, the Steelers, despite the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is like has one foot in the grave. Uh, but you know, I, I I'm admire just that optimism. Dodgy Harris is six foot two, two hundred and forty pounds, five percent <laughs> body fat, and runs yeah. a four four forty. And all his offensive linemen are like four foot two and like you know like like two hundred and ten pounds maybe. Well, you know, I mean, you might have been watching the Eagles when you saw that offensive Stop line. Stop it! But... No, we got no, 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 dude, dude, we got Jordan Mailata. Okay, left tackle, yeah. former rugby star. Yeah, but it's your your quarterback situation is painful. I guess you could say it hurts. Boo! We got Gardner Minshew now. We're good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There <laughs> We're you go. We're fine. The fighting mustache. All right, we we, we could do uh, Eagles Eagles Steelers <laughs> shit for forever. Rich, what's the world yes. gonna look like in a year? Oh, I don't know. Um, not Mad Max. I don't think we'll go that far. Uh, in what a, a year, day! What a lovely um, day! But like, I'm I'm very pessimistic about the world outlook over the next year. I'm hoping that we can at least get a control of COVID. But I mean, we should already, and we we don't. At least in the United States, um, I am hoping that like I at least triple my follower and viewership on Twitch and stuff. Uh, Twitch time. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that like our listenership for this show as well as any of my other shows like doubles or triples or whatever. Like I'm hoping I get I'm hoping my projects come off the ground a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's what I'm like kind of manifesting over the next year and by this time next year. Like the world I, I can't really say. Probably not mm-hmm. gonna be all that great. But I'm hoping. But this stuff we're gonna increase listenership and viewership. So the world, the world might be like, yeah, like there might be civil war outside, but your let's play channel is gonna be like, exactly cranked up. People need Hell an yeah. escape. So, yeah. yeah, listen, like stop fighting in the streets and come and watch me fight in the streets on the division two on my on my exactly. Twitch channel. Exactly. Uh, Sean, what's the world gonna look like in a year? Uh, I think it's gonna be. Basically the same as it is now, uh, except there's going to be fewer people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's again, Sean, the beacon of optimism, (laughs) O'Brien. How many fewer people are we talking here, Sean? Some of you may die, but that's a sacrifice (laughs) I'm willing to make. At least one fewer, but no minimum than like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just saying people who are vaccinated at this point are going to be vaccinated. The unvaccinated, you're going to see COVID kind of run rampant through that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're going to be pretty much in the same place that we are right now. Except Sean's maybe we'll football have player a Cole Beasley might have a rough time of it at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I think I agree. Is there's going to be a, a, a digging in of heels as far as the vaccine goes over the next year, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. and the fact that people are are taking like horse doses of that deworming medicine or it's not uh, is not uh, it's not, not rousing optimism in me. But yeah, who knows? You know, mankind has surprised me before, and sometimes it's even been in positive ways. So that's that is the end of our questions. Now, Rich, you you yes. called this episode before because you have a take that you'd like to close this particular episode with. So it's in it again. We're we're going to turn it over to an episode of the Sweeten Show to wrap this bad boy up. Yes, uh, this one we'll, we'll make it quick. It's not going to be necessarily a take, and I'm upset about anything, but because we do have special guest Eddie Provident as well as uh, Sean and Matt, both uh, frequent uh, Pittsburghian people, I guess. Pittsburghites. Pittsburghers. Um, Pittsburghers? Pittsburghers, yeah. sure. Uh, 
I'm actually going on a road trip, and I'm going to go see the Pirates play next Saturday. Oh. Buckos. And then I'm going to go to Cleveland and see the Indians play on oh. Sunday. Yeah, okay. I know, but it's I'm still, it's, I'm taking a trip. But I'm going to be in Pittsburgh like three hours before the game. Well, look me up, what and can, uh, if I'm not editing podcasts, we'll, uh, we'll grab a brew. Swing by yeah, Hazelwood, sure. baby. Uh, Don't swing but, by Hazelwood. <laughs> I love Hazelwood. Hazelwood. It's Hazelwood. my home. I'll meet you somewhere else. Hey, in the city. hey, you! I, I, you walked Second Ave with me. No, I know. No, listen. I, I've been in Hazelwood. I, I buy it. You played a, you played a show in Hazelwood. I played at least one show in Hazelwood. Yeah, at least one show. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was, it was an experience. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, Richie, if you, uh, if you are in the area, man, oh, yeah, uh, hit me up, and I'll, I'll buy you a brewski. For sure, I, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll message you on facebook whatever Are, have you been to pittsburgh before i've that's the thing i've never been to pittsburgh oh man i gotta give uh, you the full yinzer yeah so you're gonna have to give me like the quick three hour full yinzer um my uh we'll go to mount washington bu- we'll go you to don't South want the three hour full yinzer that's slang for something <laughs> else out there <laughs> <laughs> we'll go we'll go to uh mount washington we'll go to uh south side i will not take you to permanis because uh i mean that's it's good shit right it's there. good but it's i mean like you want to go yeah. You want to go to like Mike and Tony's. You want to go, you know, to, to Minio's. You know, you yeah, want to like, Minio. you know, you, you pizza guy. You look like a pizza I, guy. I am a pizza guy, but unfortunately I have celiac, so I can't eat regular pizza. Okay. So I don't know what that means. So what can you eat? <laughs> uh, no gluten, no flour. Oh, Maybe like a gluten-free so pizza. Like basically in Pittsburgh, that's everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Uh, but you can like, eat a pile just, of corned beef. I like, like, how does the fat heads have? Like open face sandwiches, you could like peel the the stuff off of or something. Yes, uh, probably. Yeah, just corned beef stacked up high with coleslaw. Just, yeah, give me some uh, corned beef and some cheese and some mustard for yeah. Sean. Throw some mustard in there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's that's I I like just suggestions of what I could do. I'll, I'll hit you up, Eddie. Um, I think my boss is telling me to park near Point State and just take the uh, the riverboat across. Okay, so he's telling you to park downtown which is doable and then take the gateway oh no you want to park in station square station then, square yeah station square and then take the gateway clipper across the str- across the river yeah down to the north shore net okay down to the north shore net yeah <laughs> and at, and at. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to learn all this lingo it's uh, uh like it's it's downtown mm-hmm. it's Southside. uh east liberty is sliberty Liberty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So cool, cool. Uh, Everything Mount, I could have ever wanted. Mount Washington. Mount Washington. Wash. Yeah. Throw, yeah. Throw random R's in words like mm. toilet. There's a oh. there's an R in to- like yeah, like toilet. everyone says toilet, mm. and it, it drives like where did the R come from? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so. it, I don't know if you got the tickets already for the Buckos game. Uh, you want you want along the you want along the third base line. Somewhere, you got even if it's upper deck, you went along the third well, base. I don't know. He said that the, the last time a softball slash baseball came at his face at a high rate well, of speed. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, the yeah. Let's say you got the any good uh, uh, right-handed hitters are fouling him off like that. Uh, <laughs> or I found him off behind the behind home plate. He, he could be safe. Don't they have that that the netting well, now? Well, I like mean, no, nobody on the Pirates roster right now knows how to pull a baseball, so he should be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. There <laughs> we go. Uh, I, I don't I, I plan on if they have them getting just like uh, uh uh standing room seats or whatever. Dude, no, you can. I'm telling you, Bucko's games are cheap. You can you could probably get 
actually good tickets for like 15 20 bucks okay so that's the beautiful that's what view I was gonna from do that from that side of the field yeah PNC it, it is it is a i mean like all joking aside pnc park is one of the nicest most scenic uh sporting venues in the u.s awesome so yep uh, i'll i'll definitely hit you up next week and i'll try to fit in uh mount washington if i can it's it's literally 15 minutes from the from the stadium okay yeah. cool yeah and, and it's it's uh, worth it man like when you get there it's worth it uh also i you would be coming from the east correct yeah um we'll have to figure out a way to map quest you or i well that was an, a dated reference <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, we'll have to get Rich, him i'm to, gonna mail you an gonna, atlas <laughs> hey how do we kaz we got to get him somehow to come around so he's coming from the west so he's coming from 376. So he's so driving when around he goes, the city. Yes. So that when he comes <laughs> through the uh, when he comes through the tunnels, he gets hit yeah. in the face with the with the city. Uh, so you say not like sitting like just stalled in the Squirrel Hill Tunnel for like <laughs> yeah, four <right>. hours. <laughs> hey, uh, I live in Monroeville now. The Squirrel Hill Tunnels are no joke for me, man. I like I you're gonna give me heart palpitation if you keep saying Squirrel Hill Tunnels. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know you're. I know you're heading out of town, uh, relatively after, close after the game, Rich. But if you do have any time, to stick around. Charlie Murdoch's on the South Side, great dueling piano bar as well, right on uh, Carson Street. Are they still there? That's that, actually. I should have asked you that. I don't know if they're still. I there. don't know that they're still there. Um, I, I honestly see. I don't do the South Side anymore because I don't like fighting. Yeah, fair. That's a that's a very uh, that's a that's a early twenties town right down yeah, there, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, the 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 problem with doing anything after the game is I'm probably leaving the game early to get to Cleveland to crash in a hotel to be there to do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now that I know that MGK has a coffee shop there, even if it's terrible, I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't recommend the pizza at this coffee shop. Okay. I also don't recommend the coffee at the coffee shop. <laughs> or the get, a, get, a, get a nice bottle of water and like, yeah, just yeah. check out Lake Erie. Yeah, Sean, do you have any recommendations for Rich's trip to the Steel City? Ooh, oh man, I. Where'd you, you get you guys, that mustard? Yeah. Where did we get that mustard from? Heinz. <laughs> it was Heinz. <laughs> Fair. Should I should I jump into the river? No. No. Which, no. which no. one? Unless no. you want to grow a third arm. Out of your forehead. I'll take okay. a stroll on Shenley, Shenley Park might be, depending on Shenley the weather. Park nice. is cool. Uh, Overlook Park is cool. Um, just listen. Instead of doing this all on the show, just get my number off of Kaz, yeah. text me, and we'll. I'll, I'll give you the rundown. Well, uh, that was the end of our takes section of the show. Uh, and, and uh, Rich, people want to see a recap of your trip to Pittsburgh. Where can they find you on Twitter? At B underscore Walnuts. Sean, where are you on Twitter? At Hey, it's SOB. Eddie, where can people find you on Twitter? At M K A. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, at Eddie underscore P underscore four one two and at Mad Chad and Eddie. Yeah, the official Mad Chad and Eddie uh, Twitter handle. Uh, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at M Casnell. That's M K A S Z N E L. Our podcast is available on Twitter at Brosy underscore podcast. You're it's not on- going. Uh, you're not going around as uh, at Andy Dalton anymore. No, no, I, I've been, I've been, there's a lot of waffling with my, my career prospects. And so I'm all kind the of, old I'm Keystone t- coast to coast takes are co- <laughs> the Andy, bits. the Andy Dalton all the takes old are, bits are coming out, man. The Andy Dalton takes are out, uh, <laughs> as, as well as his career is, 
the the podcast, our podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Uh, like I said, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. Uh, to Tess Riley, who edits and produces our show now. Uh, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can listen to Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography, or not listen to. You can look at Shannon's work <laughs> at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, this is the time of the show where we plug our stuff. Eddie, we're going to start with you. You're our guest on this show. What do you want to plug for us tonight? Check out uh, Mad Chad and Eddie. Uh, check out the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Uh, give us a, a like and a follow on Twitter. Give us a like and a follow, uh, I guess a subscribe on YouTube. And then uh, go subscribe to DK Pittsburgh Sports for all of your Pittsburgh sports wants and needs on on the YouTubes. An excellent network that, uh, that Eddie is, is helping call over there at DK Pittsburgh Sports. Uh, Rich, Talk to us about your your Twitch and your your one quest stuff. Uh, Twitch.tv uh, slash B underscore Walnuts. I stream video games Monday through Thursday from 7 to 10. Uh, generally, sometimes the timing is a little off. Uh, you can also check out uh, onequest.com. It's one-quest.com for uh, all of the RSS feeds and socials for the PodQuest show, which is a nerdy talk show, as well as the upcoming uh, bonus action, a tabletop podcast where me and Sean and a bunch of other friends play D and D. And Sean, aside from D and D, you also do some some frisbee throwing on the internet. I, I'd be throwing them frisbees at Ob Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is Ob underscore Disc Golf. I'm going to briefly talk to you about a podcast my brother and I are starting now called the Taste Fakers Podcast. By the time you listen to this, might have a couple of episodes out right now. But if you've ever been sitting wondering, hey. How are Swordfish Trombones by Tom Waits and Visu by Thrice similar in some Wait, way? What? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, how, what influence does Def Leppard's Hysteria have on I Get Wet by Andrew WK? If you ever wondered those kind of questions, you want to listen to the Taste Fakers podcast with my brother Alex and I, where we break down two different albums, describe their parallels, describe their connections, go into the history of each album, and just have a damn good time listening to some good music. That's the Taste Fakers podcast. Um, you should be able to find a couple of episodes. By this time, uh, we're doing a little bit of time traveling with our recording here. But by the time you hear this, you should be able to find a couple of episodes of the Taste Fakers podcast on most major podcasting platforms. That's right. Visu by Thrice, man. It's on the schedule. <laughs> Tell Alex I said what's up. I will. I will, man. I will. I, he, he will appreciate your, your hearing brother, from you. Your brother's a good dude, man. He's, he's bro- a good dude. I, say, I, I, say, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know why it skipped you, but he's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You know, listen, the apple sometimes falls extremely far from the tree. Uh, that is all we have for you, folks. Eddie, it's been an absolute delight having you on. Would you please join us again another time? Absolutely. And I, I have to get maybe like, uh, anyone that can talk sports. We'll have to get you on the Mad Chad and Eddie show. That's not us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big sports fan. We're from Philly. We don't like the Eagles. So. Well, that's right. Philly's not exactly a a, a good sports town. Anyways. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's not like not you guys sports. have any championships or anything. Yeah, we definitely don't have the recent, the most recent title of anybody in the state, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Yeah, one Blind, of us beats at least Blind, one. Of, Blind at least, squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. At least one of our teams can beat Tom Brady when it counts. <laughs> 
<laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> Everybody, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. Later. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, Eddie Provident, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. Oh, yeah. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. See you in <laughs> well, that concludes this week's episode of Brose. We hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did, and I would know. I'm me. Now, you probably have a few thoughts bouncing around in that head of yours, like... Boy, what a great podcast. And... Amazing job by the bros, as always. Or... The Earth is a flat disk, and the Arctic Circle is in the center. All right, all right, that's NASA enough, that's enough. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. We're not doing this today. I know the truth! Anyway, gentle listeners, just don't forget, what was different about this week's show? Did you notice anything that was off? Anything missing? I know, it's a real head-scratcher, but do your best and submit your answers to brosequestions at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Until next time, this is Matt Casnell saying, Baba Booey! What? Oh, shit, sorry, okay. Uh, Be smart about being stupid.